0: Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video we are doing a 12- team PPR mock draft from the fifth overall slot for the 2020 NFL season now fantasypros.com already has all of the rookies in here now while the ADP isn't necessarily set in stone right now where some of the rookies are going to be going later than I actually think they will this obviously has the rookies so that's what we are going to be doing we are going to be drafting some rookies here most likely if they fall into the spot where I like them now like I said this is a 12 team PPR mock draft from the fifth overall slot if you guys would like to request a mock draft please leave it down below in the comments this was requested by one of my commenters and I'm going to make sure to try to do everyone there is a long line but make sure you get on now and I could do it in the next couple of weeks so the roster position for this draft is one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end flex, kicker, defense. I got to add the kicker, defense and six bench spots. So let's get right into it. That is pretty much the normal layout for most leagues so that is what I'm going to be doing in all of these videos. So as we get into it, the first pick of the draft was Al, was uh, Christian McCaffrey followed by Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, and Ezekiel Elliott. Looking at the draft board, that is very, very typical for drafts. You're going to be seeing the big three running backs, McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, typically go within the first four picks with Michael Thomas. Sometimes Michael Thomas falls to the fifth pick where I'm at, but this time, no bueno, he did not fall hour away. So looking at the board right now, there are pretty much all the picks are still available because you're at the fifth pick. So Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Eckler, uh, Drake, Chubb, Josh, Jacobs, and then for the wide receivers, Adams, Hopkins, Julio, Tyreek, Godwin, Robinson, Galladay. Now, where we are sitting, I typically like to get a running back in the first round, especially when we get a guy with so much talent. So, right here, it's between uh, Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook for me, and Joe Mixon. Now, the thing with me here is I don't like Dalvin Cook drafting him super early, and if I could get him at, like, the eighth pick, I would feel a lot more confident, because right here I want to get a guy that I know is going to be very, very safe for my fantasy football team. Now, Dalvin Cook, when he is healthy, is amazing. Now, he has dealt with injury history in the past. He ended up getting hurt last year and this previous two seasons as well. But last year he played 14 games instead of the typical 8 games that he was playing and he was on fire. He was a great running back for fantasy football. But do I want to draft that at the 105? No. I'd much rather go with the guy who had a down year last year. He had his floor year last year finishing as running back 9. This year I think he has the potential to be a top 4 running back yet again like he has been in the past. He is a pass catching beast. He is a beast when getting the ball on the ground. That team pretty much returns exactly the same. Drew Brees comes back. Michael Thomas is still there. Sure, they bring in Emmanuel Sanders, but they may even help Alvin Kamara because they're not going to be as worried about just Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas being the whole offense. I'm going to draft Alvin Kamara here at the 105. Let me know if you guys down below in the comments would have went with someone else. So after we went with Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook came off the board, followed by Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, JT, Jonathan Taylor, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, Miles Sanders, Oda Beckham Jr., Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill. Now Jonathan Taylor right there is too early in the second round. Now why is that too early for me? That's because Marlon Mack is still there in Indianapolis. Now obviously Marlon Mack's going to be getting less of a load and Jonathan Taylor's going to go in there and be the head honcho, the starter. But don't forget, even when Mack was the starter, there were still other running backs being used. So Jonathan Taylor's not going to be the lead, 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 lead back like most people think he may be in Indianapolis. So I'm going to try to fade him in the second round of most drafts. I think he has humongous upside and if Mack was to somehow get hurt on the couple of touches he's getting in every game, this may be Jonathan Taylor's backfield and he will be whooping ass. It's still his backfield, but it's not entirely his backfield, so I'm staying away from him. Odell Beckham Jr. getting picked in the second round, I'm also very much staying away from. Miles Sanders actually moving up on my board, because while I think they're still going to use a running back by committee, it's just Miles Sanders. They didn't go ahead and draft someone that I thought they may, so I really like Michael uh, uh, Miles Sanders now. Uh, Now looking at our pick, all the tight ends are still available, all the quarterbacks, but we don't take quarterbacks or tight ends this early in the draft. We are at the 208, and we're likely going to be looking for a running back here, and then wide receiver in the next round, as long as we can find our value. So right now at the running back position, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, C.E.H., Clyde Edwards Laird gets selected, 32nd overall in the NFL draft to the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is going to be going in the second or third round. Then a wide receiver, we got Al Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, D.J. Moore. So there are still some guys that I think could fall to us that I really like, so I'd I'd rather go ahead and attack the running back position right here. And one of my favorite running backs, a running back that I have inside of my top 10 for this season is still available right here in the second round. And that is Josh Jacobs. Now, if you want to check out like a complete explanation on Josh Jacobs, watch my video from yesterday. I gave a breakdown on all the top 10 running backs. But Josh Jacobs, real quick, by just looking at his stats, this guy was a certified goddamn beast last season. He played 13 games, 242 attempts, 1,150 yards. 20 receptions, 166 receiving yards, and 7 total touchdowns reports out of the Raiders camp is that they're going to be giving Josh Jacobs more pass-catching opportunity, and you know in PPR, half PPR, you want your running back to be catching those passes, and Josh Jacobs wasn't necessarily catching a million passes a game, but he was still getting some work. This season, I think he gets more work, and I think he plays even better. He only played in 13 games last season and did not really seem to be one of those guys who I think is very injury-prone, a guy that I would nudge on that injury-prone side, so I think that getting 15, 16 games out of Josh Jacobs, I think that this guy has the huge potential to be a top 10 guy and is a very very safe pick. Now Aaron Jones is obviously still available but I am a bit worried about Aaron Jones given the fact that the Green Bay Packers decide to select a running back in the second round in A.J. Dillon over a guy like a wide receiver that they really actually needed on their team because I don't know what the hell they're doing. They also drafted Jordan Love in the first round because they're crazy but with that said, I think Josh Jacobs is the safest pick here, and that's who I'm going to be going with at my 208. So after we select Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones came out the board, followed by CEH, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Travis Kelsey. So Kittle and Andrews going above Kelsey is a bit crazy. I prefer Kelsey, then Kittle, then Andrews. But with that said, it's all a bit about picking your poison, whatever you like. Uh, Juju in the third round is a little too early for me. They went ahead and drafted a wide receiver early in the draft. And while I don't think that that necessarily impacts Juju, I am worried about Big Ben's health, and I'm worried about the fact that they don't have a backup quarterback that is any good. Now, they let Winston pretty much go to the Saints. Winston, right now, he has not signed with the Saints, but he's pretty much a Saint. And that is what I wanted the Steelers to do, sign him as their backup, and they just didn't do it. And they don't have Cam Newton yet. They don't really have anyone behind him, so I am a bit worried. Now, looking at the wide receiver position is where we're going to be going here. Obviously, we already have our two running backs in Alvin Kamara and Josh Jacobs. And the quarterbacks are all still available, but we're going to be attacking the wide receiver position here because I love one wide receiver that's still available and that is Kenny Galladay. I understand Al Robinson is still available, and he is ranked over Mr. Kenny Galladay, but I know what Kenny Galladay is. Kenny Galladay is going to be good whether Stafford's okay or Stafford is dead in a hole. All right, Kenny Galladay is a fucking beast on the field. This guy did it with Stafford. He did it with David Blau. Now, let me tell you, David Blau was not the best quarterback, but Kenny Galladay could still get it done in that situation. So I think that Kenny Galladay is a very, very safe pick and played very, very well last season. I think that he has yet another good season in 2020, so I'm going to draft him over. For Allen Robinson, who is a bit more of a worry because he also has done it his whole career with shit quarterbacks. When he was in Jacksonville, he did it with Bortles. He did it in Chicago with Kiss and Trubisky. He could probably do it with Falls, but I think that Galladay is an overall much safer pick for me. So that's who I'm going to go with here. Detroit Lion. Kennedy or uh, Kenny Galladay. So after we selected Kenny Galladay, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson come off the board in the third round followed by Le'Veon Bell, Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Todd Gurley, Zach Ertz, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, Chris Carson. Now, the two big picks to talk about here are obviously Lamar and Pat Mahomes going in the third round. Now that's going to be very typical seeing these big quarterbacks going around the third, fourth round. Maybe in your at-home league they even go in the first or second round because people are crazy to get that head quarterback, the best quarterback in fantasy football. And in reality, you can find a quarterback that is still very, very good late in drafts. So that's not what I'm going to be doing. Zach Ertz, obviously, in the fourth round is a bit of a reach for me. Well, I think he probably has a solid season. I just would much rather punt at the position than draft a guy like Zach Ertz, So I am kind of worried about now that they actually drafted a wide receiver onto that roster. Now, still available at the running back position, we see guys like David Johnson, Devin Terry James Connor, DeAndre Swift, Mark Ingram, Kareem Hunt, David Montgomery. So we're just going to go ahead and wait because I don't necessarily love any of those guys. Now still available at the wide receiver position, Amari Cooper, A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, Devontae Parker, uh, Tyler Lockett, A.J. Green, D.J. Chark. So... Looking there, I don't like Amari Cooper. I really just do not believe in Amari Cooper. Now, Nick, why do you not believe in Amari Cooper? Mainly because I just don't trust the guy. He seems to be hot some games off the other games, in, out, up, and down. If you look at the video that I talked about where he's a bust wide receiver, it's because of that. He will have games that are very strong against these shit defenses and then he goes up and goes ahead a guy like uh, Stefan Gilmore up against a corner that is skilled and he puts up a zero, a goose egg for your team, so I don't like that. So I'm going to be going ahead and selecting a different wide receiver. A.J. Brown I also like, but I am a bit worried about Tannehill's regression. Since A.J. Brown played so strong, I'd rather go somewhere else and I think I'm going to go ahead and stick my knife here in the fourth round, kind of reach down a little bit, and select a guy that I very, very much trust here to be a top-tier wide receiver, and that's Robert Woods. Now, some people may disagree. Oh, Robert Woods didn't do shit at the beginning of the season. He really only did good towards the end of the season. And I completely understand that. But now they get rid of Todd Gurley. They bring in Cam Akers, who should be a more productive back on the team. So the defense is going to be more scared of the run game. Now, Robert Woods is the second guy on the team. Maybe the first guy. Cooper Cup is still there, as is Robert Woods. Then they brought in Van Jefferson in the draft and another wide receiver, I believe, as well. But Robert Woods should be selected as the number two guy on that team. Brandon Cooks is not there anymore. He got shipped off to Houston for a second round pick because Bill O'Brien is smoking on that loud. So if Robert Woods... Woods to me is going to be the pick here I think that he is a bounce back season even though he wasn't bad at all last season he just didn't play all that hot at the beginning towards the end he was on fire he was winning you weeks in fantasy football and I think that he could be like that all season long in 2020 so that's why I'm going to select Robert Woods here at the 408 if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far we're about 10 minutes 11 minutes in so please click that subscribe button down below it's free and it is going to be bringing you I'm going to be bringing you guys content all summer long and all season long to help you win that fantasy football trophy So and that big money that you're probably going to be winning as well. So after we went with Robert Woods, Cooper came the board, followed by J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Brown, Devin Singleton, Terry, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Stephon Diggs, Sony Michelle—a bunch of picks here that I do not like. J.K. Dobbins, do not draft that guy. Just do not do it. Just draft fucking Mark Ingram. At the end of the day, just draft Mark Ingram later because J.K. Dobbins is not going to be the head back there. It's going to be more of a committee, and I think Mark—not Mark, An- Mark Andrews—Mark Ingram is still going to be getting a majority of the touches. Devin Singletary—they bring in another running back there as well in the draft in Zach Moss. Very worried about him. Sony Michelle, while he could be great. I ain't touching him. I'm just not going to be touching Sony Michelle. just strictly based off the fact that I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good. Now, Bill Belichick will somehow muster this team to become like 10-6 and 6 somehow, because Bill Belichick is a fucking genius, but I'm too scared to draft a guy like that early in the draft. Now, looking down here, there is not too many backs that I really like still available, but I'm going to select the one that I think is the biggest dart throw in fantasy football in the middle rounds and his name is David Johnson. Now, David Johnson could be a straight-up bust, so if you want to go with the safer pick, you just draft the wide receiver here, and you wait till later and draft Kareem Hunt, but for me, I am going to be a greedy motherfucker and draft David Johnson because I think Bill O'Brien traded for him and got clowned. He got clowned by every single soul in fantasy football community, in the NFL community. They say, fuck you, David, or fuck you, Bill O'Brien, you're a dumbass. You got rid of DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, so what are they going to do? They are going to run the rock a zillion times with David Johnson. Whether he can stay healthy or not, David Johnson is going to get slammed with carries. And I think that this pick could bust right in my face, all over my face, like my name was Lana Rhodes. But at the end of the day, I am going to go ahead and select David Johnson here hope he's good, and just pray to the Fantasy Lords that this pick could work out. Now, if you want to be safe, like I said, you wait till later, draft Kareem Hunt, draft David Johnson, draft Cam Akers, but right here where we are drafting, I would much rather select a running back right here, and then go to the well and draft some wide receivers right after. So we're going to go ahead and select David Johnson. While it is not my favorite pick here it is the pick I'm going to be making. So after we went with David Johnson, uh, Tyler Lockett came off the board, followed by Mr. A.J. Green, DeAndre Swift, Terry McLaurin, Keyshawn Vaughn, DJ Chark, Michael Gallup, D.K. Metcalf, Darren Waller, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Tyler Boyd, T.Y. Hilton, and Hunter Henry. Two rookies go in the fifth round. Keyshawn Vaughn falls to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a good spot for him. DeAndre Swift goes to Detroit, a good spot for him as well, but I think it's going to be much more of a committee on both of those teams. I don't think necessarily either of those guys become the lead back. Now, right here is where I would likely just stake another pick into the running bike well I'm going to just keep on drafting these running backs and worry about the wide receivers later so we're going to go ahead and throw our stake into a guy that I think is probably the best handcuff and the most coveted player in fantasy football this year is going to 100% likely be Kareem Hunt but I actually see someone else who's available that I think I like slightly more than him and that's Debo Samuel now There's a huge fallout after Debo Samuel here for me, so that's who I'm going to have to be selecting here at the wide receiver position. I think that Debo Samuel has immense upside. Now, while I don't love Jimmy Garoppolo, I think if you start Debo Samuel on the right weeks, this guy is going to be electric on that offense. You saw towards the back half of the season when he was getting more snaps for the 49ers, he was on fire. He was a guy that you just slotted in your flex and you knew this guy was going to go beast mode, get you like 15 PPR points, and you're happy with it, and that's what I'd be happy with here in the sixth round drafting a guy like Debo Samuel who I think is going to be very very safe in 2020 fantasy football and I think that he is just going to be overall a good player so that's who I'm going to be drafting here in the sixth round over a running back who I do think is going to be very safe but he may be able to fall back to me I don't think that Debo is going to fall back to me so I have to be select Mr. Debo Samuel Julian Edelman comes up the board followed by Deshaun Watson James Connor Marquise Brown Russ Wilson, Cam Akers, Will Fuller, Drew Brees. Now, Cam Akers is another guy I love. Rookie goes to the Rams. Now... The Rams love using one fucking running back. They're going to love Cam Akers, and I almost kind of regret not drafting Cam Akers there, but it's okay because there are some other running backs that I like later. Now, another thing to note is that one, two, three, four, four quarterbacks go before Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's stocks went from the roof as probably most people's quarterback three to a guy who, to me, is now probably getting drafted right where I think i take Russell Wilson over him. So he's probably my quarterback six right now. I like Mahomes, Jackson, Murray, probably. Prescott, and Russell Wilson all over him. I think Deshaun Watson will still be fine, but the pieces around him do kind of worry me. Now, at this pick, we are looking to draft another running back, like I said, and here's Kareem Hunt. This is a safety pick. This is a pick for if David Johnson blows his fucking knee, blows his ACL three weeks in the season, I got Kareem Hunt. And if Chubb gets hurt, Kareem Hunt's a top five, top ten back because he's going to be getting so many carries. He's going to be getting probably... 10 touches a game right now behind Chubb, and he's going to be getting a lot of pass-catching work. I think that Kareem Hunt builds upon his last season. I still think Chubb's going to be great, but I love getting Kareem Hunt later in the drafts. I think that he's a very, very safe pick, and that's where I'm going to be going with my 7th round selection. So after we went with Kareem Hunt, there was a bunch of picks after that. So after we went Kareem Hunt, Josh Allen, C.D. Lamb, Marvin Jones, Brashad Perryman, Matty Ice, TB12, Tom Brady, Alshon, Jeffrey, James White, Raheem, Mostert, Jameson Crowder, Brandon Cooks, Justin Jefferson, Tariq Cohen. I don't like a lot of these picks. C.D. Lamb, far too early for a guy who to me is the wide receiver 3 on the team. Um Brashad Perryman, a little early for him as well. Brandon Cooks, I just don't trust in Houston. He's just too injury prone. Justin Jefferson, I like in the 8th round, but and Alshon Jeffrey, very early pick, same with Tariq Cohen. So right here at the running back position, another guy fell to us. I think we're just going to have to do it to him and pick him because right after this, it goes to running back hell where I really don't know what to do. So we're going to go ahead and select another running back in a row and then likely dive into the wide receiver well and then get our quarterback and tight end later in the draft. So right now, David Montgomery to be is the best pick. Last season, he had a down year. He did not even a down year, it was his fucking rookie year, so he just didn't have the year that most fantasy analysts, including myself, thought he would have. I think that David Montgomery has a bounce back season, a better season. Now, he finished with, I believe, 800 yards, 900 yards last year, and a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah, 889 rushing yards, 7 touchdowns, so he played well in those 16 games, but he just wasn't getting the amount of touches I thought he would. Now, given now Nick Foles, likely to me, will be the starter, and I think that that's just a better offensive system where they don't, with Mitch Trubisky, that guy is just so inaccurate. He's shit. He can't throw to the left side of the, fucking Field, so I think that with David Montgomery and Nick Foles, it's going to be a much more dynamic offense. And I think that David Montgomery has a much better season. And now, last year you drafted him in the fourth round, fifth round. This year you're getting him at almost a four or three round discount in the eighth round. I love David Montgomery here. He's a steal later in drafts and is a guy I'm going to be targeting just like Kareem Hunt later in my drafts. Now, looking after we drafted Mr. David Montgomery, Stoney Shabrick at the board, followed by Christian Kirk, Matthew Burita, On Johnson, Darrell Henderson, Darius Slayton, Anthony Miller, Emmanuel Sanders. I'm not touching Darrell Henderson anymore. I think that Cam Akers is going to be the head back, so I'm not drafting him. Carry on Johnson, scared of. Don't think he's going to be very worth it. Matt Burita on the Dolphins, this motherfucker is a best ball pick, I think. And I think I would still pick him here later in the draft, but I think he's going to be one of those guys where you start him one week, scores like 30 points. He, the Dolphins just eviscerate a defense. They just butt-fuck a defense without the use of loop. And Matt Burita runs because he's fast as fuck for like 150 yards and two touchdowns. And then he's going to have the game next week where he just absolutely falls asleep in your roster and scores your four points. And Jordan Howard just blows through and scores the touchdown and you're just disappointed. And I think that's what's going to happen with Breeder. You're going to have to try to let, look deep into your brain to try to figure out which week to start him. So, if you want to subscribe, you know, I'll tell you which weeks to start him, but goddamn, that's going to be a scary situation in Miami. And then a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, I'm kind of staying away from. The number two in New Orleans never really has been scoring that many points. Now, they never really have had a number two with Breeze and Michael Thomas in the last couple of years that was of the talent of Emmanuel Sanders. So, I kind of get that, and I think that he may be pretty good, but I would be staying away from him later in the draft. Now, looking at the wide receivers still available that we'd like to target, obviously, the quarterback, well, is completely dry. The tight end well is probably completely dry as well, so I just wait much longer. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's going to have a great year, so I'd rather wait. Now, looking at wide receivers still available, currently on our roster, we got Kamara, Josh Jacobs, Kenny Galladay, Robert Woods, David Johnson, Debo Samuel, Kareem Hunt, and Dave Montgomery. So we have one, two, three, four, five running backs, and three wide receivers, so we got to draft yet another wide out here. And a guy I really, really think might actually have a strong year here is Mr. Jerry Judy. Now, I know the offseason program is not going to be as good as it normally is. It's not going to be up to snuff. So most of the time, I'm staying clean away. I am standing so far away from these rookie wide receivers because I don't think they're going to develop that connection with the quarterback because there's not going to be as many offense or um, uh, offseason programs. But Jerry Judy is an unreal talent. I think the first couple of weeks, you're not going to be able to start him probably around week 8 or week 6 is where he's going to fly on the board. Either that or he's just going to come out of control week 1. Cortland Sutton's an amazing talent. He is going to be the number 2 on this team with Horsecock Drew Locke, who I think is a very talented quarterback. And I think that Jerry Judy is going to blow people away later in the draft out of Alabama. He's a very talented wide receiver, a guy that just loves. He has that nose for just the end zone. He just wants to catch the ball. He will tell Drew Locke, look, buddy, throw me the goddamn ball. I'm a beast. I'm gonna bring that shit down and we're scoring a touchdown. And I think that Jerry Judy is going to be the pick here at the 905. Shout out to 905 Shooter. Now, the next guys here that got drafted off the board after we decided to draft Jerry Judy... Was let's see here real quick: Darius Geist, John Brown, Henry Ruggs, Alan Lazard, Jordan Howard, Damian Williams, Michael Pittman, Marlon Mack, Mike Williams, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, Spike, Deontay Johnson, AJ Dillon, Ronald Jones, Golden Tate. Ronald Jones is gonna be a fucking steal late in drafts because people are gonna draft Keyshawn Vaughn and Keyshawn Vaughn will eventually take the job. But I think it's gonna be a split action there in late in drafts. You kind of like that. And if he was to go down, if Keyshawn Vaughn was to go down, goddamn, Ronald Jones would get a million touches. Gronk going in the tenth round. Not out of the ordinary, to be honest with you. I put Gronk on the goddamn thumbnail because it's clickbait, obviously. I didn't even pick him, but Gronk's going to be a beast for like eight games. All right. And I'm worried about his fantasy value, but I think later in the season, if they just ease him in, like week 9, week 10, this guy's going to be a beast. Brady loves to find him in the open field. I think that he's going to have a good season, but I am very, 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 very worried about that injury. Now, right here at the 1008, there's a steal of a pick here. Now, typically, I would probably just draft another wide receiver here, but the value of running back is unreal. And Philip Lindsay. I don't like Melvin Gordon. I think that this is going to be much more of a split share than we think it is going to be. So I think that Philip Lindsay later in the draft is going to be a guy that I'm targeting as well. While he's not going to be a guy you throw in your roster every single week in a positive matchup, I like him. And in a situation where Melvin Gordon may end up getting hurt, or in a situation where Melvin Gordon just isn't as good as we thought he was, I think that he is going to be a steal here later in the draft. So I'm going to go with Philip Lindsay here at the 10-0 eight. Now we pretty much got our whole bench uh filled up here. We need just one more wide receiver and then we're gonna draft a quarterback on a tight end now. We don't draft two quarterbacks in twelve team leagues strictly because I don't think you have to. In a fourteen team league, you have to. In a only in that type of situation you really have to. In a twelve team league, unless everyone's taking two quarterbacks, I typically only take one. And in this draft situation, we've only seen everyone take one. So after one, we Philip Lindsay, AP, came out the board, followed by Nikhil Harry, Latavius Murray, Curtis Samuel, Devontae Freeman, who's still not on the team, Hunter Renfro, Preston Williams, Robbie Anderson. So right here is where I'm going to take my shot at another wide receiver. We're going to scroll down here and look at the tight ends real quick. Now, I do like Tyler Higbee a lot. Evan Ingram, I think, is very talented as well, but I'm very worried about Evan Ingram, strictly based on a health standpoint. This guy can not Fucking finish the season. He's a guy that's a tight end that doesn't block. He's just catching the ball a zillion goddamn times every single game. So I like uh, Evan Ingram in situations when he's healthy, but I just don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy, so I'm going to go with Tyler Higbee here, a guy that I think that team is going to run a lot of two tight end sets, so I'm going to go with Tyler Higbee, a guy who I think is going to be a very safe pick and was tearing it up towards the back end of the season. Now, after we went with Evan Ingram, uh not after we went with Tyler Higbee, I should say, Evan Ingram came out the board followed by Jalen Rieger, Antonio Gibson, Sammy Watkins, Austin Hooper, Jared Cook, T. Higgins, Noah Fant, Duke Johnson, Boston Scott, Hayden Hurst, Mike Kosicki, Dallas Goder, Tevin Coleman. Now looking back here, we're going to draft a quarterback before we draft our last wide receiver because back here it's just a fucking dart throw. Actually, no it's not. It's not. There's a clear pick for me right here and that's Denzel Mims. Now I hate The Jets. I hate Adam Gaze. I think Adam Gaze is a certified fucking idiot. But I'm going to go ahead and take the shot here, thinking Denzel Mims might be the wide receiver one. I know they brought in Brashad Perryman. I know they have Jamison Crowder. But I think Denzel Mims is such a talent that it is worth the late round pick here. If he sucks the first week, you just fucking cut him. All right, it's that simple. These later round guys, you just cut, and you don't worry about it. So we're going to go ahead and select Denzel Mims here, a very talented wide receiver out of Baylor. So after we select Denzel Mims, Baker the Faker Mayfield came off, came off the board, followed by Blake Jarwin, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, 49ers D, don't draft the defense that early, Jimmy Goop, Justin Jackson, and – Alexander Madison, don't draft Jimmy G in fantasy. Some people tell you, oh, he's so safe. Motherfucker is as safe as using a condom that has the tip of it cut off. So don't be doing that. Uh, Right here, still available Carson Wentz, Ben Roethlisberger, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. I hate Carson Wentz, but goddamn, in the 12th round, 13th round is that value. Probably a top 12 quarterback. He will get hurt, though. He will fucking get hurt. This guy gets hurt every season. But when he's healthy, he's a beast, so I'm going to go ahead and select Carson Wentz here. I don't think he stays healthy, but I think you got him for like 8, probably 13 games he'll be healthy. And they upgraded the wide receiver core around him, so I'm not going to let my hate for the guy thinking he's going to get an injury stop me from drafting a guy at an extreme value in the 13th round. So we selected Carson Wentz here, and then a bunch of quarterbacks and running backs fly off the board, guys like... Let's see, Gardner Minshew, Zach Moss, Edo Smith, Naheem Hines, Danny Dimes, Ryan Tannehill, Jamal Williams, and then a bunch of defenses. So the way to draft a defense is you're going to type in NFL schedule week one once the schedule goes out. You draft a defense playing up against a shitty offense the first week of the season, and then if they play against a harder defense. you just cut them, or a harder offense, you just cut them, and then you add a new defense. So we're going to draft kicker first, Harrison Bucker here. Uh, defense or kicker first does not really matter. LaVishka Chenault comes off the board here at the 14-12 rookie wide receiver. Pretty solid guy, but I'm not sure I want to draft him. And then we're going to draft the Chargers, the top-rated defense, but it doesn't really matter because you're going to use my strategy, like I said. So we got an A+, plus, A+, plus, bang, 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 great draft for us. 97 out of 100 doesn't really matter, though. Our final roster is comprised of Carson Wentz, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, Kenny Galladay, Robert Woods, Tyler Higbee, David Johnson. Kicker defense don't really matter right now. Debo Samuel, Kareem Hutt, Dave Montgomery, Jerry Judy, Denzel Mims, and Philip Lindsay. So let me know what you guys thought about the draft down below in the comments. Let me know if you want me to do your draft down below in the comments. Make sure to click that subscribe button on your screen right now or down below Click on one of the other videos on the screen around me. Have a great rest of your day. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. I love each and every single one of you guys, and I will see you tomorrow with yet another bahanger of a video. Goodbye.